Welcome back to the Ritual and Routine Podcast. I am your host, Mary Spirito, intuitive healer, optimization coach, think health coach, and life coach all in one. Under the name Ritual and Routine, please find me on Instagram at Ritual and Routine so that way we can connect. I would love to hear what you think about this episode and would love to keep up the conversation with you there. As an intuitive healer and optimization coach, I seek to bridge the gap, bridge the gap between the body and the mind, between the conscious and the subconscious, and between the physical body, the energetic body, and the emotional body. And that can look like in story, musings, channelings, or real tangible, actionable steps. So I'm really excited to share that with you guys. As always, let's be in touch. So if you like this podcast, subscribe. That way you're not missing a beat when it comes to the Ritual and Routine podcast. And I would love you forever if you left a review. That really means a lot to me and it allows people to find me and see what is possible for them when they listen to this podcast. And I really want to thank you guys coming back with that most recent episode. I got you guys are so fucking great. So much love, so many people sharing, and it definitely created some aha moments and percolated something with inside of this community because it seemed to have landed on a lot of your all's hearts. And to have that feedback and to receive those messages about all of the spaces that this podcast was able to facilitate for you to come back to the remembrance of the fact that you're a divine creator being that is really what this is all about. So from the, I mean, I'm smiling right now. I I feel like you can tell in someone's voice when they're smiling that the frequency is different, but it just really means a lot. And it really, there's this cathartic release that happens for me when I'm sharing these transmissions. So it is, you know, the joy from the bottom of my heart to be able to share this with you guys today. Right now, I'm getting ready to go to Costa Rica on Saturday. I'm so excited. If you guys listened to my previous episode, you would know that I am in the middle of an ayahuasca dieta. So I'm going down to Costa Rica to work with the plant medicine ayahuasca. If you're not familiar with what that is, I have two episodes on my first journey with ayahuasca or journeys rather. And I also go into like all of the different details, the science behind it. I give a lot of detail. I did a fuck ton of research. So those episodes are packed full of information. So if you're interested in what I am talking about with this, I would definitely go and listen to those and hear my experience and learn more about the medicine. Anyways, so I'm going down to Costa Rica on Saturday. I'm going for two weeks. The first week I'm, I'm working with the medicine. I'm working with some amazing shaman. And this actually, I've gotten the, the ping to work with these people for a while. Um, I was originally supposed to go in the beginning of April, but then, you know, the shit hit the fan with the virus situation. But in hindsight, it was really great that I didn't go at that time. Everything definitely happens for a reason because I feel like I integrated and really opened up and grew, I mean, exponentially since the last time that I went and worked with ayahuasca in February. So right now I'm doing the dieta, which is preparing my body for ayahuasca to work with the medicine. So it's a little, it's not like 
your typical diet because it's not for losing weight. (laughs) It's for allowing the body to be the best possible conduit to this medicine as possible. So in order to do so, it's just really simplifying the diet. So the whole idea is that you're keeping your baseline really nourished, right? So you're not like watching anything or participating in activities that are too stimulating. You're just really keeping it calm. And the same thing comes with all senses. So with taste, really keeping it tight. So no salts, not a lot of sugar, unless it's a natural source with fruit. I've turned into a fruit bat. I'm telling you, you guys, I've eaten like, I eat like five apples a day. It's insane. But it's just, you know, I want my body to be a vessel for this medicine. So just eating high frequency, high vibrational living foods is going to allow me to be able to do so. Hopefully also it will cut back on a little bit of the purging. One can dream. Um, But I, of course, welcome all of that as well. And don't worry, I'm going to share all and everything about my experience with you guys. Even if that's just, you know, I hate to come in with any expectations because if there's anything that I know about working with this medicine, it's that she will will take those expectations. And by she, I mean the ayahuasca and uh, stomp on them. So just coming in with an open mind, even if it's just purging from my body the whole time, that that is within itself exactly what I need in the moment, knowing that the medicine that I receive is exactly the medicine that I need. So I will share my experience with you guys. So stay tuned. I'm excited for that. We'll probably do some sort of like live storying um, while I'm there as well so that you guys know that I'm alive and well. Um, So I'm excited. I'm giddy. There's a part of me that's a little bit nervous, but my one of my roommates actually who did ayahuasca with me in February she is doing it well she just got done doing it actually and so that felt cool to feel like we were doing it together again in some sort of way you know going through the same season of our lives um it's actually also not very common for people to do ayahuasca more than a couple of times but or even really more than once. I think that a lot of people do it one time. They're like, okay, cool. I got it out of my head. But, um, for me, the last ceremony after I had like this insane ego death, which again, please go listen to my ayahuasca uh, episodes if you're interested in hearing more about this, but I had a really, probably one of the most frightening yet healing experiences of my life. And then as soon as I came out of the climax of that, I knew I was going to work with the medicine again. I was like, oh shit, I know this is going to be something that I do. I mean, I don't want to say, I don't want to project into the future, but I imagine that I will work with plant medicines um, continuously throughout my lifetime. At least I, I hope so at this point in time. If that changes because that's no longer in alignment with me, then that's cool too. But it's interesting to see how something that I thought was going to be a one and done is probably going to turn into me working with this medicine a lot more. So I'm excited for it and I can't wait to share. I'll be real with you. I have no idea what the fuck is about to come out of my mouth. I just know that I was told, (laughs) they're like, by who? I was told by my guides, I've been instructed by my guides and here I am releasing I'm releasing energy. I'm releasing that dissonance, that part of me that 
felt like I had to come on here with an agenda, but I know that I'm showing up right now to give you all some sort of transmission. So I'm just going to fucking channel it. We're just going to do it live and see what happens and what comes out, what's coming from the heart. Um, and I don't even know why I try to plan things because originally I wanted to talk about my journey with Adderall, but that just wasn't feeling very good. And I kept having to stop and it just... When that's happening and I'm feeling this weird dissonance in my body, I'm like, okay, that means that this is not ready to be birthed yet. It will be birthed eventually because I've been feeling the ping to talk about that for a long time. (gasps) The yawns are good. I yawn when I'm releasing energy. That's why I'm not going to edit them out because it's actually not like me being tired. It's me releasing. It's confirmation that what I'm saying right now is a good thing because I'm releasing the stagnant energy of those pieces of me feeling like I had to do things in a certain way like I had to come on with a plan and I had to talk about the specific thing instead just coming on and allowing myself to channel exactly what's showing up so it feels like today I want to talk about how we create our own suffering and a lot of times we don't know that we're creating our own suffering but we are and the more that we can understand how we are at cause, the more that we can understand how our decisions, our wants, our needs, what we're manifesting is actually creating our reality that nothing is actually ever happening to us, but happening for us. Even those adverse things, those things that exist to be a mirror to show us the places in our life where we are falling short or where we need to heal or where there's still pain and reclamation that still needs to happen. And today I want to deliver you the really real. The really real is that you decide exactly in this moment what you are experiencing. So even if you've decided that consciously or subconsciously, um, it doesn't really matter. You, what you actualize is actually all of your own doing. And we're going to open this up a little bit more and explore what that means. And if you think about it, part of that is really freeing because that means that if everything is your own doing, then everything can be undone or can be progressed according to the way that you want it to. So there's actually a lot of empowerment in this message that maybe at face value feels a little tough because it means that you are in control of everything. You are not subject to what happens in the world by and large. And the more that you can get on board with that understanding, the more in flow and the less fear that you can have and the less that you're blaming and feeling a victim. Really what we're we're looking to break down here is this victim mentality the less that we'll feel like a victim and the more that we can understand that we have the power to change our circumstances and that where we exist in the moment is where we decided. But the really real is that you're the only one who can hold yourself in a state of suffering or in a state of freedom. A lot of times, a lot of us will hold ourselves in a state of suffering because there is a certain certainty that exists within suffering, where sometimes the idea of choosing to be in the realm of possibility, in the uncertainty, in the unknown of what's to come, if we don't feel grounded in our truth, if we haven't built rapport and trust with ourselves by listening to our body every day, 
by listening and creating space for what it is that we feel called to create, by having strong energetic boundaries where we're letting in people who nourish our frequencies instead of, you know, lower, lowering them, then the less that we trust ourselves because we haven't been listening to ourselves for the subtle shit that we do every day, right? For like the the small decisions of what we want to eat. If your body is like, I can't even trust her to give me what I want to eat because she's following what some Instagram chick said was what, you know, we had to do in order to feel our best, even if it's not in alignment with the way that I feel, then your body is not going to feel very good about going into the realm of uncertainty and will choose sometimes the realm of certainty, even if the realm of certainty means kicking you in the knees for the long term. We will choose the comfort of certainty, even if that means choosing self-sabotage, even if that means choosing pain. It's like you're choosing a pain that you already know. You're choosing a pain that you've experienced before. And that to you feels safer than choosing uncertainty and choosing possibility because your internal understanding, your internal landscape is like, I don't fucking know that if we do step into certain, I mean, uncertainty, if we do open ourselves up to possibility that things are going to go right because our track record so far hasn't been feeling very good on the trust side because we haven't been listening to our wants, needs, and desires and following through on those because instead a lot of times we will use logic of how to approach the situation instead of listening to our heart. So the logic may feel good in the head, but if it's not in congruence with what the heart wants, when it is actualized, that is when you feel in your body, no. You're like, your body's like, but this is not right. That's when it feels like you're trying to put the wrong puzzle piece in the part of the puzzle, right? There's that internal dissonance that exists. And that is where we break our trust with ourselves. And if we are breaking our trust with ourselves every single day by not asking and creating spaces for ourselves to tell us what would feel best for us to feel whole, right? Then doing something like leveling up, doing something like being open and vulnerable to new experiences that will help us to grow feels really fucking scary because the trivial shit is already not feeling very good. Does that make sense? So the whole idea here is that we have a really hard time approaching new experiences that could be nourishing to us, that could level us up. We have a hard time becoming sparkly and stepping into our power if we have not been nourishing our relationship with ourselves by practicing grounding practices, by listening to what our wants, needs, and desires are and actualizing those, meaning you know, when it comes to the boundaries that we keep with the people that we magnetize in, with, um, you know, which like, let's expand that even more when someone comes in that is not feeling good for you, that you don't just let them in because your codependent wounds are out and open, um, where you will bend yourself to be available for that person's comfort. 
um, because you're weighing their emotional status more than you're weighing your own, right? But that we pivot away and that we, you know, those people who are not in our frequency and we lay down the boundaries so that people understand our wants, needs, and desires so that we can create deeper intimacy with not only them, but ourselves as well. So if we don't have that trust, if we haven't been building that rapport where your body's like, I know she has me so I can enter into this realm of possibility, no fucking problem because I trust myself. I know that however things play out is exactly how they're supposed to. But instead, sometimes what we'll do if we don't have that rapport, if we haven't built up those aspects of ourselves, is that we will choose behaviors like binging, we will choose alcohol, we will choose gossiping, sex, um, anything, anything where we know, like, let's take alcohol, for example. I've seen people before where they would rather, instead of feeling a feeling of uncertainty around, you know, a new job opportunity, right? Um, where they'll self-sabotage and they'll drink to numb out that feeling because they will choose the feeling of certainty around being drunk or the certainty, even if it's like a hangover, it's like, I am certain that I will feel in this certain way. And it allows us to feel more in control because the groundedness that we're craving that comes from building rapport by listening to the body is not available, right? So we, we choose an attainable way of feeling certainty instead of facing uncertainty, even though uncertainty a lot of times means possibility. So if I were to illustrate this, I would illustrate there being a road with a fork that forks into two different roads that go away from one another. On the right side, if you turn right on the fork, then you are on the road of possibility. On the left side, if you were to turn left on the the forked road, then it would be impossible. A lot of times, we going down this road of uncertainty will automatically turn ourselves into the road of impossible because it allows us to feel that certainty even if that certainty is negative, even if it is self-sabotage, even if that means closing yourself down to the opportunity, it's known, it feels safe, and your body doesn't feel enough trust in you to feel like taking the road of possibility would make sense. The more that you build rapport with yourself, the more that you build trust with yourself by doing things every single day to honor what it is that you want, need, and desire, to build those boundaries strong, to bring in um, people, things, experiences that are in frequency with you, the easier it becomes for you to choose the road of possibility on this road of uncertainty, okay? The reality of the situation is is that there's a 50-50% chance. There is a 50% chance that going on this road of uncertainty, you will open yourself up to something incredible, something that will open up a realm of possibility to you. And there's a 50% chance that you will open up yourself to something that maybe isn't the correct fit. But by taking the road of uncertainty in general, you get to be pivoted out into the place, into the correct road that will lead you to where you're supposed to go. But you have to take the road of uncertainty first. You can't just live in that road of certainty. 
Mind you, when I'm saying this, I'm not talking about things that are not in alignment with you. I'm saying you're looking at an opportunity and it's scaring the shit out of you to be in alignment with something that is uncertain. Okay. That is the context for this. So what happens is that when we have this opportunity, when, when the road of uncertainty with the possibility of being open to something great for us arises, we look at the roadmap and we're like, oh, but there's a fork in the road that I could go off into impossible, right? Where my ego might get bruised, where something may, you know, I may discover a new wound that I need to heal, even if it's pivoting us in a place where we're supposed to go, right? We're so stuck on the fact that we think that, you know, even though there's a 50-50% chance that there's even a possibility that we would be pivoted out, that we don't want to feel that ego pain. So instead of believing that there is that equal and opposite chance that things will open up and be really brilliant and beautiful for ourselves, we won't even take the road of uncertainty with these two options that are both beautiful and very valuable. We'll just simply self-sabotage or we will belittle ourselves or make ourselves small by taking the road of certainty, by doing the same bullshit that we've always been doing, by choosing buffering mechanisms, by drinking, by, you know, binging, by buffering away these feelings of, of discomfort around growth. The reality of the situation is, is that if something is feeling in alignment with your heart and soul, if you have the courage to take the road of uncertainty, to open yourself up to that thing, more often than not, I know I said 50-50% chance, but you will be guided into possibility. You, by being open and vulnerable and trusting the universe's plan for you, generally will land in a place that is going to facilitate growth, that is going to facilitate joy and satisfaction for you. The universe rewards bravery. I don't mean to sound like a you know, self-development poster, but you don't get anywhere by staying in your comfort zone, by staying in the realm of certainty. You have to be willing to meet your edges and expand beyond them when it feels in alignment with your soul, when your soul feels called for you to do so. And to do so in a way where you can trust that no matter what the fuck happens, not only will you be stronger, but you will be even more in alignment with yourself. You'll build even more trust because you followed that intuitive pull. You guys, the more that we can equate uncertainty to mean opportunity for possibility instead of opportunity <laughs> to crash and burn, the more that we're going to feel in flow, the more that we're going to feel satisfied, the more that we are making ourselves available for the amazing things that the universe has planned for us. If we can allow ourselves to be excited about uncertainty, and I mean allow with a lot of weight because that's really what it is, is allowing ourselves to see uncertainty as a realm of possibility for experience, for growth, for love, instead of needing to control and manipulate and stay in the realm of certainty because we have broken trust with ourselves over and over and over. 
being able to be in that realm of uncertainty and feel really good about your chances of being opened up to possibility, which is infinite if you just step in that realm, requires you to sit with yourself and ground, requires you to listen to your body. So what I'm saying here is, is if you can build trust with yourself every single day by listening to your body when it comes to what you're eating, to listening to your body when it comes to your boundaries, when it comes to listening to yourself when it comes to alignment, which you can check back. I have like the two podcasts previous to this one are all about alignment and whatnot. The more that you can do that, the more comfortable the more grounded you feel coming into that road of uncertainty, the more that you open yourself up to possibility or you fail, but fail is actually an endearing term because failure doesn't really exist. It's more of a pivot. You want to fail because if you fail, then you are pushed in the direction of where you're supposed to be going. But if you don't even go that way, then you're you're sitting, you're sitting duck, right? And then you feel the dissonance of knowing that you could have something, you could be in a place where you're feeling called to be, but because you don't trust yourself, you sit in dissonance and you self-sabotage and you sit in this realm of feeling some attainable comfort in discomfort of your choosing instead of feeling a little bit of discomfort, choosing a new realm that will ultimately open you up to even more joy and satisfaction than you ever knew possible. Really, it's this one concept that kicked me in the knees for so long where I was so, I mean, even with starting ritual and routine, I had this idea for two fucking years. But I was too scared of the uncertainty. I was too scared of whether I would fail or whether people would like it or et cetera, et cetera, because I had not been doing things to show myself that I trusted myself, because I had not been grounding in, because I had not been making little decisions every day that showed me that everything is going to be just fucking fine. So it made it so much harder. Like the barrier to entry on the road of uncertainty was felt so impossible because I had this dissonance, this baseline dissonance that existed every day. So once I looked at that, once I looked at those behaviors and once I learned how to trust myself and I built that rapport back up, the more and more, and it's like a snowball effect. Like the more that you do it, the more that you're listening to yourself, the more that you like are pivoting away the people's experiences and things that are not in frequency with you, the more that you're like, I fucking got this no matter what. Even if that means I have to go through something tough, like I know that I'm going to learn a lesson because I trust myself, because I do things every single day to show me that I trust myself. So my ability to be open to receiving what has been and always will be rightfully mine to manifest those possibilities was dependent on me stepping into my power and choosing my freedom over my suffering and equating the road of uncertainty to be the road of possibility. Now when uncertainty comes towards me, I'm excited because I'm like, I can't fucking wait for the ride. Like I know that If I choose to go down this road, if it is in alignment, again, uh, there is alignment within this uncertainty. (laughs) 
if it's in alignment with me, I know that I will only be rewarded. And if there is some sort of pivot that exists there, um, that I will learn something that's going to make me even better at what I do or even better at who I am. Once I started every single day with just those simple decisions with myself, you know, creating ritual and routine after that felt so easy. And that's why my business, as soon as I created it, I've, you know, I've been, thankfully, it was, it's so in alignment with me where I've been very successful. I've never had to do cold outreach for any clients. I've always been busy with this because it was so in alignment with me because I trusted myself, right? I put myself in the realm of possibility with something that was in alignment with me. I chose myself instead of the comfort that resides in certainty. So I want you to ask yourself, where are you in your life right now where you are choosing certainty, even if that means you're choosing discomfort at times, instead of choosing the realm of possibility that exists in uncertainty, right? And how can you build up the trust with yourself every single day with grounding practices, with decisions, with boundaries, so that it feels really good, even exciting to be going down that road of uncertainty so that you can grow and evolve into the person that the universe is asking you to be. So... (laughs) Thank you guys for joining me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I please screenshot it, share it with your friends. It would mean the world to me. If you put it on Instagram, tag me. would love to chit-chat. Again, don't forget to subscribe. Please rate and review this podcast if that is something that you feel called to do. This allows others to see what is possible for them. And don't forget, let's connect on Instagram at Ritual and Routine. I offer, you know, if you're interested in working with me, I offer one-on-one coaching, although right now I have a wait list. So all you would have to do is just DM me and I'd put you on the wait list and I'll contact you when spots open up. Um, and I also do energy healing, um, and like a couple of other healing modalities. So if you're interested in working with me, all you have to do is just DM me on Instagram or go to the book button in my bio on Instagram and it will put you in a space where we can have those conversations. Anyways, guys, I hope you have a great rest of your day and thanks for tuning in. Till next time.